I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Here we are again with Wacky Wednesday 31. And I'm going to make some noise and shuffle Shuffle my papers papers? around because I become a high school teacher every week. I love all your colorful folders. It, you know, it helps me. Like this no, folder, I love. I truly do. This folder is for Patreon. This folder is for the case of the week. This is for Wacky Wednesday. This folder is our calendar of the states we're going to do next. Did you a, ever have a trapper keeper? Duh, I have one oh, now. Are you shitting me? I, trapper keepers. Oh my gosh! And the notebooks that started when they started making them with folders in them. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Dreams came true. Different color pens. All the stationary items. Anyway, that's not why you're here. You're here because you want to hear weird stuff. And I guess I'll start. You go right ahead. I will. I got to say, listeners are really helping me out by sliding wacky stories into my DMs. Because I'm always like, "Ah, I don't know what to do. cheating. No, I'm kidding. No, give them all to me. So, Andy sent me a story that was just written yesterday. And the headline reads, Man Shoots Roommate in the Buttocks Over Hot Pocket. Oh. Is that yours? I thought you were going to say hot dog. Over a hot dog. I love a hot dog. I told you a story about my hot dog. Oh, gosh. Infatuation. Yeah. No pun intended. I just straight up hot dog. I eat a cold hot dog and dip it in A1 sauce. I would still do that to this day. Oh, I just can't think of a cold hot dog. I mean, I don't care. Cold, hot. Big, small. I just, just so I can't eat the red ones. Mm. Or the ones that have a little twisty on the end. Ugh. Like the, no. I like a, a Nathan's. Okay. Can't, <laughs> can't do a bar S. I want it cooked in a bun. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, so according to Fox 16, Clifton Williams, age 64, was arrested and charged with second degree felony assault after police say he and his roommate got into an argument over the hot pocket on Saturday night, which was May 20th. The victim claimed that Clifton, he got mad that he ate the last Hot Pocket, at which point Clifton began throwing tiles at his roommate. The roommate attempted to fight back, but ultimately decided to leave when Mr. Williams went inside the residence to get a gun. Over a Hot Pocket. I've been this hungry. I'm borderline there now. I mean, I'm getting there. The victim told police that he shot him in the ass while he was trying to leave, but luckily he was able to run away to get help. Clifton was arrested just before 1 a.m. on Sunday morning and booked into jail hours later, according to arrest records. And he's smiling in his mugshot. He does not look like he has regrets. I'm like, you didn't even get the hot pocket. Why are you smiling? A not guilty plea was entered and bond was set at $7,500 cash. He was ordered to have no contact with his roommate and not possess a firearm or any other weapons. He's scheduled to appear in court for a preliminary hearing on May 30th. So I looked into Clifton's background and he has a history of waging wars over pizza rolls. I'm just joking. Pizza rolls or a hot I'm pocket? I'm just joking. Because those are two no, very distinctive no. different things. And I will murder both of them. Also, I tried but could not figure out what type of Hot Pocket it was. No one reported on that. It's got to be ham and cheese. I mean, it doesn't matter, but that's the journalism I want. What type of Hot Pocket? Was it Great Value brand? Was it the real brand? It was the real brand. Was it the healthy version? Because no, no, it wasn't the healthy it was version. The, it was the croissant crust, See, and I was, it was ham and cheese. I was kind of thinking of the pizza ones. They was, 
Well, I don't know. Those are good too. It's hard to fuck up a hot pocket. I don't yeah, know. I don't like the broccoli one. it ones with the broccoli and I can't do that. I've never had one. Don't put veggies in my hot pocket. Unless if it's, it's a jalapeno. Keep it unhealthy. You know? How in my hot pocket. But anyway, that's my first story. I have another show. Oh, you have one. another one? Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead with okay, yours. Okay, because I only have one this week. Okay. And a I'm sandwich. Gonna, and I'm going to pronounce. We'll hot pocket it. We'll hot pocket it. We'll hot dog it. <laughs> I'm going to mispronounce this. Father. That's right. Adelier. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you're, Father, like, yeah. you're doing great so you're far. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Father Adelier Antonio DeCarli floated over the ocean by tying himself up to a thousand helium-filled balloons with the hopes of raising money for a chapel for truckers in his highway parish. He set off from a Brazilian port city of, yep, it's Paranagua? Paranagua. Sure, don't come for me if that's wrong. On the 20th of April in 2008, he was wearing a helmet aluminum thermal flight suit and a waterproof like coverall set which attached to a parachute and 1,000 balloons. The Roman Catholic priest wanted to break the 19-hour record for the longest ballooned up in the air. DeCarly was an experienced skydiver and had underwent survival and wilderness training so he was no rookie. You know, like he had his shit together. He had done his background and was doing it. In fact, this was the second time doing the stunt. And in January of that year, he used 600 balloons to go on a four hour, 17,390 foot high journey. So he takes off from the town of Empiri and lands safely in Argentina. Upon his new adventure, the Carly carried a GPS tracker and a radio so he could inform air traffic controllers of his position. Like, don't shoot me down. I'm coming into your airspace, which is smart. However, eight hours after takeoff, the 41-year-old went off the grid. Planes, helicopters, and rescue teams searched high and low for the priest, but to no avail. Two days after takeoff, a number of multicolored balloons were seen in the sea off the Brazilian coast near DeCarly's last contact point. Sadly, his body was found months later in July, and a DNA test confirmed that it belonged to the priests. Police say the corpse was discovered off the coast of southeastern Brazil. They said they were certain it was the priest, but due to various elements such as clothes and material that were used in the balloon trip, it they were able to positively identify him. DNA did confirm this. So months after searching, his brother, Moaker DeCarly, said, now we can finally have a respectable burial service. So reports suggest that DeCarly was struggling to work his GPS device, and he felt very cold, but fine. He was said to have reached the altitude of 20,000 feet and was on course to descend to 8,200 feet for his planned flight. Unfortunately, he was said to have been blown off course Mm. by the winds, and before he lost contact, he reportedly said, I'm losing height. 
his body was discovered by tugboat workers. Mm. Why? Why would you do this? I wouldn't. I get that you want to raise money. No. I mean, some people are just daredevils, I guess. I have no daredevil bone in my body. The daredevilist, if that's even a word, that I'll ever fucking get is flying back from Las Vegas with you on Spirit Airlines. Was it Spirit? Frontier. 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 Fuck them. Yeah. That's a, we still hate them. Listen. They never paid us back, by the way, in case you're keeping Yeah, we track. We sold us $400 if a you, piece. If you work from them, email us because I'm convinced. This is the only conspiracy theory I believe in. I'm convinced it's run by robots and no humans work there. None. I've never seen one. Zero. I don't believe they're there. Mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> that's my conspiracy theory. We will fight you. I will fight Frontier. Physically, mentally. Oh, my God. Financially. Oh, my gosh. I need, We need to hire an attorney over our stress. No. Okay. Madeline sent in a Florida man story. <gasps> Give it to me. This one's kind of sad to me, at least. On May 21st, 23-year-old Jordan Rivera lost his arm to an alligator. Why? He fell into a pond while peeing. Y'all. What? Do not approach Florida ponds. He was peeing in the pond. Why was he peeing in the pond? You got to get a tree. That's, that's little boy 101. So Jordan was at Bandito's Bar in Port Charlotte, Florida, late Saturday night. We'll assume he's been drinking, you know. Deterred by the long bathroom line, he decided to venture to a nearby pond instead. Late at night in Florida. He said, I just saw the lake. Just going to go over there and take a little pee or whatnot. Something happened where I either tripped or ended up in the water. And that's literally the last thing I remember. So he woke up in a hospital and was missing his right arm. Turns out the pond was the home to a 10-foot alligator. Mm -mm. He said, those gators, I didn't truly understand them until I woke up in the hospital and, oh, gator got your arm. (gasps) Lisa didn't get his wiener. (laughs) His mother credits bystanders for saving her son's life. They noticed his body near the pond and rushed to assist him. She said, I call them angels that were there to save his life. The chance of someone being there with a tourniquet to me is a miracle that he's here. It's awful that he was bitten, but it's great that he survived. I mean, 10 foot. Mm-mm. After the incident, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission hired a professional alligator trapper who located, oh, this says 10.5-foot alligator, at the property. They removed it from the pond and euthanized it. That makes me sad because he was just being an alligator in his pond. The Charlotte County Sheriff's Office declined to comment on the incident, instead referring questions about the the attack to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, which is continuing to investigate the incident. Why? But I'll be writing to them to ask about the euthanasia if they're called Conservation Commission. Anyway, Jordan told interviewers, I didn't lose my life, lost an arm. It's not the end of the world. That's some optimism, I'm going to say. And, by the way, I found an NPR article on how to survive an alligator attack. And if you're ever in the water... Fight like your life depends on it, basically. Bitch, I'm not getting in this water. Well, if it takes you into the water. Punch the gator, poke it in the eyes, hit it in the head. If your hand's in its mouth, 
stick it down its gullet to try to choke it or grab something. Do everything you Don't can. Don't try to pull your arm out? No. Do everything you can to force it to release you. And they said in the water, the alligator will frequently release the victim to reposition it. I just think of Rody when he's tugging on a toy. You know how they move their mouth. And that's the opportunity to escape. And if you see a gator and you're not in the water, don't run away in a zigzag. No zigzagging. I don't know why you would, but just don't zigzag. Who said that? That's just what they say. Who? Who is they? When you look it up on Google, that's one of the things. Run away fast in a straight line. Google's a liar. Do you know how many times that Google has diagnosed me with cancer? Well, here's the reason. So alligators can leap up to six feet because they use their tail to push themselves. So if you run in a zigzag, you're actually closer to them than if you run in a straight line because they can run really, sorry, they can run really fast in short bursts, but they can't run fast for a long time. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a short burst for me. I'm terrified of gators, but I respect them and I don't want to get in their house, aka the pond. Mm -mm. I've, I went on one of those tours in the Everglades. On one of those airboats? On one of those airboats. And I'm like, you're so adventurous. I'm like, we're too close. Mm -mm. We're too close. And then we went to alligator world and all these alligator things. And like, they look like they're dead. It's funny, we heard a guy speak. This is when we were in Miami. He gave a speech about the alligators, and the thing that stuck with me is he's like, I love them, but they will never love me back. <laughs> he's like, these alligators do not care about me. They'll eat me and kill me, but I love them. <laughs> I feel that to my soul. It was the best thing ever. And he, he had like a poker thing to keep them away, and I'm like, this dude, you're just asking to get eaten. Anyway, we also got some write-ins for show suggestions because we asked that in the last Wacky. Kelly B. wrote in and suggested from, and we love that show. We're up to date. We need another season of it. She also mentioned Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. So good. I haven't watched it, but I covered the case it was about in the past Utah episode we did. So I know what the gist of it is. And there is a little bit of controversy surrounding it. And she suggested Sins of Our Mother on Netflix. And Sorry, I don't, but that's a no for me. It's really, I hate that case so much. I mean, I hate all of them. That one, I don't know. It just fucks with me. Yeah, that's, what's her name? Lori, Lori Vallow's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Vallow. Yeah. yeah. That case, I can't watch anything about the what's his name that, oh my gosh, I don't even, I don't, I forget their names because I don't even want to remember them, that he... His wife went missing and he killed his sons. Can't yes. watch anything about that. Yes. The other guy, um, Chris something. I block their names out. Those, I can't watch stuff on them. Yeah. I don't Those need, are rough. I listened to one podcast episode of the social workers recount of her there checking on the sons and her yes. saying, you need, need to some, get your yes, something's wrong. Said, something's and they wrong. just keep asking questions. It's so frustrating. I can't. After hearing that, I'm, I'm like, it's, I can't. Oh my it's, god! Uh, so, so anyway, I don't know that I'll watch Sins of the Mother. I'm sure it's an interesting documentary or docu series, but oddly enough, another Kelly, but Kelly with an I wrote in from Michigan, and she gave us a, a show suggestion: Archive 81 on Netflix. What? She said it's ominous and binge worthy. I went and looked at this. I added it to my watch list. It looks like I I'm at least going to give it a try. 
Jeanette wrote in and said we should give Ozark a shot. I've never seen it. It might be good. Yeah, she said there's a lot more to it than drugs, and she hasn't watched Breaking Bad either for the same reason. I will say Breaking Bad is a really good show, mm-hmm. and some seasons are harder than others. I looked it up because I couldn't remember, but season three was the rough one for me. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but it's been years. Where are you? Where have you been if you haven't? No, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. But I hate – my main thing is I hate seeing people, and even though I know it's not real – spiral and lose control in a worse way i like a character to get better not to get worse and that's the thing that's the overall thing in breaking bad they're getting worse and you're like man that sucks it works if it's funny like i love it's always sunny in philadelphia but they're always bad they suck they've been it's funny they're terrible people yeah it doesn't frustrate me but when it's serious and people are just Mm -hmm. i don't know no i agree but i'm gonna give that a shot well, I'll tell you this, since I know everyone's on the edge of their seat, I still haven't seen Evil Dead Rise, because you won't get your life together and go watch it with me. It's, I like watching movies at home. I'm a home movie watcher, because I pee so much. I, too. I don't want to miss anything. have a very small bladder. <laughs> it's, a, it's a struggle. It's, it is. It's got, a, it's got Google right now. When does it come out on video? What's it called? Evil Dead Rising? Evil Dead Rise. You don't even know the name? Look, I'm a mess. My own little wacky is that... Ooh, it's 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually really good for a scary scary movie. scary as fuck. It's really good for a scary movie. I don't recognize any of the people in it, but that's even better. No, wait, Bruce Campbell from... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like him. But it doesn't say when. Well, that's not helpful. Okay, anyways... I had a little wacky thing happen to me. I get Walmart delivery. I ordered a Venus razor. Mine is pretty dull. It comes to me in the freaking security box. Like the big plastic box that alerts the store if you're stealing. I don't know how they got it out of there. Someone, an employee, put that in a Walmart bag. Like, oh, okay, this will be fine. She'll figure it out. I paid for it and everything. I got it home. The thing is, I don't just live down the road from Walmart. Right. That's why I get it delivered in Mm -hmm. the first place. And I got my money back, at least. But it's just sitting in my kitchen now in this little security box. Like, I'm a kleptomaniac. Take a hammer. I didn't know razors were... A hot commodity? Because I don't go to Walmart in person almost ever since COVID happened. I got in the routine of delivery. So I didn't realize that's one of the things people are stealing now. Well, the last time I bought Lee Press on fingernails, they were locked up. Are you serious? I'm like, this $4 thing of fingernails, you're going to have to make me go ask somebody for a key? Oh, my gosh. I'll just deal with some chipped Sally They don't Hansen. do that in Target, do they? I don't know. This was at Walmart. They're locking everything up. I'm just like, really? A razor? It's nine bucks, but it's in a box. I mean, you'd have to put it in a jacket, not your pocket. Anyways, that was my wacky. I haven't gotten the hammer to it yet but i will but i don't necessarily have a wacky i guess um my whole life is wacky lacy I, I i got nothing oh i have a, a fun one when we were doing the stuff for the true crime fest your tire pressure was low and we literally happened to be driving near a tire shop we popped in they fixed the problem and didn't charge you anything but the guys there were really nice and normally Men are not our target audience. You no. know what I mean? I'm wearing a shirt that says basically a detective. And while you were outside, the guy was like, 
I like your shirt. And he pointed to his friend. He's like, he's basically a mechanic. I'm like, oh, he's got jokes. But then he's like, why are y'all in, you know, why are y'all in town, yada, yada. And I was telling him and he's like, oh, I'm going to follow y'all because that sounds interesting to me. He is interested in true crime, which is surprising. Surprising. Yeah. But he joined and followed us. Yeah, he did. So, hey. Hey, mechanic, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Basically. Basically mechanic. They were nice. They were super nice. Yeah, but that was, we drove away and we were fine. We were fine. Nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong, but that was, that wasn't that wacky, but it happened. We we found a follower. We did. In in an odd place. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Story Mm -hmm. of my life. Mm -hmm. Looking for listeners in all the wrong places. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Anyways. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.